Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. Peggy, 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 Peggy. 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 Peggy, 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 Bill, did you know that when I was a child, I was attacked by a gang of pigs? Oh, my gosh. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, no. they they hambushed me. <laughs> <laughs> and left little little cloven hoof marks all over your back. Hambush. In, in your hambush. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. How traumatic is that? That's all right. They were good on a biscuit later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, the, for those listening, uh, uh, and Peggy, if you're listening, close your ears. Sean asked me to stop and pick her up a sausage burrito on the way in. But, you know, now you can open your ears. I, I didn't want to admit it. Yeah, we're going to talk about a pig today, Peggy the pig. Peggy. And uh, you know what, Bill? I didn't even I didn't even think about that when I asked you to bring me a, a sausage burrito. I, thought, I was Peggy's not listening? even thinking about Peggy. What if Peggy's listening and, and, and you're, you're eating a sausage burrito before the, you know? What is she going to think? She's not going to want to ever come, ever come back to you. That was a good sausage burrito. Good. Good. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Wacky Poem Life. Welcome, welcome. Episode 31. 31. We're in our 30s. <laughs> in our 30s. We take a poem that someone has left. Um or contributed in some way to the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry here in Locust Grove. And we talk about it for a half an hour, sort of, and, and um, yeah, we go from there. Yeah, and it's always a fun ride, and it's always a kind of a, a little seg- segue. Speaking of fun rides, rides, what was that vibrate? I think a truck just went that, by, that sorry. Was our, that was our uh, <laughs> uh, weekly or daily buzz truck, you know, or, or as we like to call it, the local Police helicopter. <laughs> there was Does a, Locust Grove have a police helicopter? Oh, probably, I doubt it. You we're know, such the, a huge the, town. Huge the metropolis. Town. The Mays County Sheriff is sitting at is sitting at Sam's Corner this morning. By the way, so y'all be careful. He was. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, I'm like, you know, come on. It must be. Is it a slow day or something? What's going on? He's uh, searching for suspects for searching. a cold case. Cold case. Yeah. Cold case. He might be looking, maybe he's looking <laughs> for Peggy. We're not going there, though. Looking for Peggy. <laughs> oh, I need to call him up. He's going to think that I was going to ask him something about a cold case, and I'll say no. Cold well, case. Well, the Peggy is kind of a cold case. She's very, yeah, by now she's in the freezer. She's so cold, probably <laughs> hanging on a hook. <laughs> okay, people, that's what we're talking about. So, first of all, <laughs> yeah, if you're you not listening to us from wackypoemlife.com, from our website, you really do need to go over there because there's a link to a video that will show you who Peggy is. but um, And so that's really fun to watch. But we'll also just tell you this. Many years ago when I started the museum, um, started it in 2012, and then I think it was 2013 where somehow I came in possession, came into possession of this wooden pig, like a two-foot-tall wooden pig sculpture. How do you come into possession with a wooden pig? Because I, I don't remember how <laughs> I got it. <laughs> she just appeared. She just appeared. Okay. I named her Peggy. Mm-hmm. I decided she was going to share the joys of personification around uh, Oklahoma or the world. 
you know. Be an ambassador. Be an ambassador mm-hmm. to personification. So Peggy the personification pig is what she became. I painted her this lovely shade of magenta. Oh, I see it. Uh-huh. I'm looking at a photo. I can't remember what color she originally was, but it was not it, it was not a, a deep beautiful color like that. Like that. And uh, and then I wrote some instructions on her bottom. And it basically all instructions should be on your bottom, (laughs) as you do. And uh, so she was like an ambassador, and people would take Peggy to various places and put her in positions where she was personified. Mm -hmm. So where she did, you know, non or she did human type things. Mm -hmm. Well, she really did. Mm -hmm. I mean, she drove tractors, and she uh, looks like um, probably drove other things. (laughs) She she went all over Oklahoma. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. And she had many experiences. Yeah. And, uh, and we have a, a poem written by a person at, who took her on one of those excursions. And so we'll get to that in a minute. But basically, the mystery here in our episode today, mm-hmm. this is, this is we, yeah. we are finally approaching like a true crime, a true crime mystery. podcast, right. aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> Cold case. I mean, I do listen to some poetry podcasts, but the main ones I listen to are true crime. True crime, you like the true crime. <laughs> so yeah. here, here we're combining the two. Yeah, right, exactly. This is Perry Mason worthy. <laughs> so the mystery is <laughs> around 2014, because I think that's when it happened, she disappeared. Peggy was was taken from the museum yeah. by someone who probably had very good intentions to, you know, personify her, take her photos, mm-hmm. send those photos to us, and, and you know, we'd get a good laugh and get some poetry and out of it. And then they typically return her, obviously. And then they would return her the next time they came by the museum. Yeah. Well, she is still missing. That is an, MIA. Uh, that's eight years. Twenty. Yes. Years? Yeah. Many, oh, my. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask me to do math. Well, I, 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 did you hear my fingers tapping on the table? Oh, be quiet, Biller. You know, uh, yeah. That's, so, Peggy the personification pig has been missing for eight years, and I would really like to have her back. I, right, and see where she's been and what she's yeah. what she's experienced. So we need you all to help us yeah. to to share this podcast and to spread the word. Um, to help us bring Peggy home. Bring Peggy home. That's like a should be a T-shirt. <laughs> bring Peggy home. Yes. Yeah. Return Peggy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you call a hog <laughs> removed from her surroundings without a trace? Uh. You call it very pigsterious. <laughs> That's a pigsterious mystery. <laughs> That's what you call that. <laughs> I should probably get to the poem so we could. You know. This is a pig. What steer- was in that sausage burrito I made at you, Sean? This, what, you know, was it this is a very big serious podcast pig today. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put that one down. I'm gonna have to say wacky poem life colon pig serious podcast. Serious podcast. Yes. I don't know. It's just me and you laughing about this, Bill. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> nobody else. Sometimes knows. you got to get it out. Sometimes it just strikes you that way. You know, it just gets it turned over. Yes. So one of the places that Peggy went to was a a rock quarry in um, Tulsa, north of Tulsa, and she was in the possession of one of the safety guys that works out there named Bobby. And there is a picture of Bobby and Peggy in the that little video that you can find at wackypoemlife.com and he wrote a poem about her when she was out at the rock quarry he was enamored with peggy yes I he think. he let her have a lot of experiences in which she was personified yeah. she got 
got to drive some of them, machinery. Some of them I didn't share. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's for a different that's for a different podcast. Okay. <laughs> Where'd my mind just go? Peggy, the the posterious, what was it? Pigsterious. Pigsterious. Porn star. Porn, oh, my. <laughs> yes, oh, my. That is a different podcast. That certainly would be. Okay. Well, here's the poem. <laughs> a pig named Peggy, who is short in the leggy, gets bolder and bolder as she sits in the loader and wishes for stilts. <laughs> Wishes for stilts, yeah. like we all wish for stilts. And there is a picture of her in the loader. And he also took pictures of her, oh, what were some other uh, at the desk, at the the rock guy's desk, and just various places out on the quarry. She was having a big day. <laughs> she had you a know? very big day. Yeah. <laughs> I like the poem. I like the fact that you it's just like a traditional little quatrain going there with that rhyme of Peggy and Leggy and Boulder and Loader, and then it just ends stilts. And wishes for stilts. <laughs> yeah. It's like you just fall off the edge of the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, we're not going to rhyme that. Yeah. We're ending it here. Because, you know, Loader, I don't know, you know, Roder, Doder. Yeah. Older. What rhymes with stilts? What else could he have put there? And kilts, wishes for stilts. Stilts, kilts. That doesn't make wilts, any sense. Wilts. She's, she wilts. Wishing, she's, she wilts wishing for stilts. <laughs> do, we, do, do female pigs wilt these days? I don't know. Probably when slaughtered. I don't mm. know. <laughs> that, that was scary. Which I did fry. I, I did put some bacon in the microwave this morning, and then I thought of bacon. <laughs> I give my dogs a piece of bacon. I snip it up on top of their food, and I was thinking, this could be Peggy. My yeah. gosh. Poor Peggy. Where is Peggy? We're in the world. That's like Carmen San Diego. Where in the Where world is in Peggy? Where in the world is Peggy the personification pig? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, one of the reasons why I, I had this idea for Peggy was personification. You know, that's a, um, that's a poetic trick, a poetic device that I think is one of the things that first hooks us on words and poetry mm-hmm. and nursery rhymes. Think about, hey, diddle, diddle, the cat and the fiddle. Mm-hmm. The cow jumped over, over the, the moon. moon. Mm-hmm. The little dog laughed to see such sport, and the dish ran away with the spoon. Yeah, yeah. Every line is basically personification. Yeah, and it's embedded deep in memory. Mm-hmm. It's like twinkle, twinkle. I mean, you know, because you you see the images, and it's like, wow, I, you know, very, very image evoking. Yes. Right. And uh, and catchy. Yeah, right. And it fun. Yeah. As very are, happy-go-lucky. As are most songs. You yeah. know, they're, they're catchy and they they lure, hook you in and you remember them and we go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I found a an article I really liked that was a sort of on this theme of what personification brings to your writing. It's by Graham Jackson and it was on a website called StoryEmbers.org. And he also mentioned one by Shel Silverstein who was who was very good. With the with personification uh-huh. and giving his poems a little extra flair, and the one that that he mentions that Graham Jackson mentions in his article is about what ifs, mm-hmm. and what if is one word. What ifs? Okay. Last night while I lay thinking here, some what ifs crawled inside my ear, and pranced and partied all night long, and sang their same old what if song. What if I'm dumb in school? What if they've closed the swimming pool? What if I get beat up? What if there's a poison in my cup? What if I start to cry? 
Yeah. <laughs> what ifs? Yeah. 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 So there, you know, you got some personification that's fun. You're just taking a concept and you're giving it human qualities, and it's also kind of deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it touches upon childhood fears, probably. Right. If, right. And, you know, another thing that is sort of um, interesting about pigs, back to pigs, <laughs> is the fact that they're very, they're intelligent animals. And yes. I love the movie. I love the babe movies. Oh, uh, it, that's my favorite pig movie. Oh, I love babe. Them. You know, it's so well done. And you, but the th- I'm so torn. He's so cute and so delicious. <laughs> At the same time, I, I, rem- I remember I th- as a child craving bacon. Yeah. I wanted to know where the bacon was I on know. the table. The thing Truth. is, you can you can make some you can be friends with certain pigs, yeah. and then other pigs just don't ever look at them. That's true. They just but I don't no, have this situation with dogs or cats. I don't think, <laughs> oh, how cute! You're so delicious, little kitty. Well, we, yeah. we just don't typically eat That's dogs true. and cats. That is true. Here, so. that culturally, we just simply do not. Thank you know. Thank goodness for that. I think. And this episode yeah. is probably. <clears throat> not very, um, not a very good one for ve- vegans and uh, <laughs> vegetarians. That is but, true. Yeah. But but Peggy, you know, we're personifying her. But Peggy's a wooden statue. Well, did you have to give it away? <laughs> but she has a heart. She has a heart. She comes to life at night. People bring her to life. They do bring her to life. One of the photographs where she was on on a trip was at a high school. It was actually at a high school my my sister Roxanne worked at, uh, Shoto. High school, and the, I love that picture because she's sitting there. I think she has a, a book or something in her hand. She's, they've, and Peggy is getting ready to give a presentation, or she's in the middle of it, and they're all just awestruck. They, <laughs> so the students have their mouths wide open and they're leaning forward, and there's, and yeah, she's put Peggy's putting on oh quite my. the show. You've been asked yeah. to strap a microphone somewhere on her and just kind of <laughs> ventriloquize her over there, really personify really her, personify her, mm-hmm. yes. Well, I was wondering if um, you thought it might be appropriate. I was uh, this idea with Peggy was so cool. I think we're going to talk sh- about appropriateness, huh? Okay. Appropriate. Well, I just think. Okay, we sh- go on, go on. I just think we should have another mascot, and I don't mean to push her at the door. I like the idea of having something representative of the museum and the podcast that people can come in and take on adventures and bring back and 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 we could take photos of. And not a block of cheese, you know. Tickle a, my cheese. Not a, cheese is so, it's not cuddly. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Like cheese that, is not cuddly. Cheese is not cuddly. I don't know if it could be a, something that begins with a P or not. I don't know. I was thinking romp is R. Do we want a romp rhino? Do we want a... <laughs> not a know, rhino, not, no. I, 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 don't, I don't like rhinos. I love pigs. You know, we but, need Peggy. But, but if but if, if it's another... We need another pig temporarily. Oh, okay. And her okay. name needs to be per, persistence. Do you have her in that bag down there at your feet? No, but I do have something in this bag. <laughs> persistence, the no, pig. This is not persistence. This That's is, a dog. This is Dusty the dog. I named him Dusty because when I got him, he was Dusty uh, out of the attic. But this is my uh, college graduation dog. And I was wanting Sean to find – my brother signed good luck on here somewhere. And Bill is holding a, a, a white a stuffed dog. It's, it's an autographed dog. Uh-huh. It's a like, happy graduation. And a lot of, a lot of yes. the uh, ink has faded. But, you know, my brother had written on here, you know. So how old is that? That's from your graduation? Oh, it's not. It's only, only 22, 23 years old. Only, yeah. yeah. Um, but my brother wrote, good luck on there. I wonder if you could find it. It's on there somewhere. <laughs> Let me give you a hint. <laughs> right <laughs> you, in the crotch. <laughs> yeah. So this dog obviously become became male. Good luck, Ron. You know. 
Thank you, Ron. Yeah. yeah. That's a lovely dog. It's a lovely dog. I'll but take I thought a picture that, of him. But I thought this is kind of like what Peggy was, would go on adventures. They would, you know, do this. There was instructions and bring back. And You know, I still have, it. I have some blank autograph dogs out there in the hallway that we could oh, send right. out. That's right. Yeah. We can call them adventure hounds. I wonder if they make those stuffed ones like the autograph pigs. We need an autographed pig. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. An autographed pig. You know what? I know people oh, the who The internet can, has everything. I know people who can sew. Anybody out there listening that oh, can goodness. sew, they could make us one. Any sewers. Sewers. But if we don't ever get the real Peggy back. Which we're hoping. We're hoping. Yeah. But, <laughs> Spread the word, people. But in the meantime, we'll we'll have a little alternative, and her name will be Persistence, because we're looking, we're persistently looking for Peggy. Okay. Your your cousin Persistence will fill in for you. I don't really like that name. It makes me think of some kind of, uh, you know, a witch from the Salem. Oh, it does sound witchy. <laughs> Salem trials. Do you like Penelope? Do you like Prudence? Not a witch. A person Pru- accused of being a witch. Oh, yeah, persistence. True. Persistence. Yes, Persistence well, not, was not, dancing not, with the devil at midnight naming, <laughs> in the forest. We're, we're not naming her prosecution, <laughs> you know, or bonfire. <laughs> Providence was dancing Providence. in the forest. Or Salem. With the black, evil, <laughs> hoof-footed <laughs> demon. Ooh. Yeah. Getting deep. I, I like that idea. You know, autograph pig. An, oh, an autograph. I, thought and I, I think she should have wings. <laughs> I you were going to say you like reason. the idea of the hoof-footed I demon think, I, in the forest. I think she should have wings. <laughs> Whoever's listening. Oh, think. a flying pig. Flying pig. Mm. Flying pig on an adventure. Hmm. It could probably be personified in a lot more ways with that. Right. Hey, I want to go back to... Uh, this this article I was talking about by Graham Jackson because there was one other thing he mentioned that I kind of like um, about personification, and uh, he said there's there's a use for it. Well, here the example he gave was is a haiku. It is by um, Kobayashi Issa, and it's he it's called "Don't Kill That Fly." Look, don't kill that fly. It is making a prayer to you. By rubbing its hands and feet. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you stop and think. Hmm, yeah. I've, ki- I've killed many flies these last two days. Yeah. And oh. So there, you know, there's a personification that kind of just turns your perception, conception on its head. Yeah. Don't kill that don't annoying kill fly. Don't kill me. Yeah. yeah. He's making a prayer to you. But those mosquitoes are dead. <laughs> Let me tell you. The mosquitoes aren't making prayers. Oh, no, they're not. They're all, they're trying to suck me dry. This is, you know, we've had rain, 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 and now they're, I go out there and I'm just like, I'm just coated. Do yeah. that sound again. See, that's all the blood being drained from my body, you know, all at once. I was looking on my board here to see if I had, on my soundboard to see if I had a mosquito. No, I don't think I have anything no, that no would work sound. for that. What is this? Oh, that is kind of like a mosquito. You know what that's supposed to be? That's uh, supposed to be kissing. That mm. sounds like a mouse that, sound- that got stepped on a little bit. You know? Mm. Is it a pig that's lost its oil? It could be a little pig. It's definitely not kissing, but that's what it's labeled as. Well, but, you know, they, they called that one, that one, what was it, uh, malice or something. Oh, or despise. 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 You. See, we call it booing in the States. <laughs> Overseas, they call it despise. <laughs> I despise them. That's spies. Yeah. So, Bill, mm-hmm. do you know what you call a group of pigs? I mean, literally, I had to look in the farmer's almanac because uh, I didn't remember. Um, a pod. <laughs> a pod of pigs. <laughs> I like that. I that's a good one. A drift. 
adrift. Adrift of pigs that or a so, that drove. Sounds, that sounds so gentle and white and flaky like snow. I know. Look at the pigs. Can you see? Drifting. Uh, can you not see a bunch of feral <laughs> hogs coming to uproot your garden? And this okay, now, now wait a minute. It's different for oh, hogs. Oh. A group of hogs is a passel. A passel. Or a team. It's like. Hey, Marge, we've got a parcel coming up a hill here about to eat your squash. <laughs> what about a team of hogs? That makes it sound like they're, you know, that they've got a plan and they're oh. in it together and they have a coach. Right. <laughs> a, a team of hogs. Uh, the, 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 swines, the, the swine sister sluggers. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> team of hogs. I don't know. Now, I did know, you know what, the pig, what a group of piglets it's called. That was the only one I knew. Um, sucklings. Litter. Litter. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm looking at the group names. What do you call those? Collective nouns. Well, it, it's names. interesting. You I like can't a, remember what like that's a, called. A, a bunch of zebras is a dazzle. A dazzle of zebras. Dazzle, which, which it does kind of like. Uh huh. An know. unkindness of ravens. A murder of crows. Murder of crows. I, I always thought that was per- very perfect. poetic, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Some crows were murdering an owl in other evening at you know in the, in the woods. Is <laughs> flying around. And they were murdering him. Yeah. What are owls called? What's a group of owls? Uh, Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> Hooterville. Hooters Hooter, of Hoot, Owls. Hooter Group. A group of swine. Hootie and the Owlfish. I don't really know what the difference is between swine and a pig. Well, swine is is uh, how you say pig. Well, it There's says a group, a group of, of swine is a sounder. A sounder. A sounder of swine. Well, they sure have a lot of uh, I know. names for these groups of... I know. And, the last, uh, and a group of boars is a singular. A singular. A singular of boars. Because you don't want to be boring... In plural, and it'd be that one makes no sense at all. I know. It makes no if sense. If you're at a all. group of of things, yeah. animals, why would you call it a singular? I don't know. You know, and it's, of course, uh, an unkindness of ravens doesn't really make a lot of sense either. But no, no. <laughs> what I, farmer came up with this stuff? I don't know. I think they they got to win prizes for coming up with the most original <laughs> name for a group of animals. Hey, hey, birds. Bill, do you know how pigs write top secret messages? Uh, really slowly because they only have that little cloven hoof <laughs> and they have to do it real meticulously. And then they have to dip that little cloven hoof because <laughs> they use invisible <laughs> oink. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. Where's despise? I want despise on that one. No, no. How about this one? Oh, no, that didn't work. Sorry. <laughs> That's called silence. The sound of silence. But, you know, uh, pigs are actually quite intelligent. A lot of people that i know i hear in, that indirectly yeah. have pig, pigs for pets they indirectly have them indirectly <laughs> and i don't understand um they're cute little things but they do get large explain indirectly having a pet i i, I view them from a distance i don't know i don't know them i don't see them oh for, you're talking for, about your relationship my relationship i is thought sort you, of from a distance i thought you meant I, the people who owned them indirectly yeah, had the, them <laughs> satellite pigs <laughs> Satellite. Yeah, they have long leashes. A satellite of pigs. A satellite of pigs. That's what you That's call a group fly. that you see from afar. Afar. <laughs> see from afar. Or a farm. You know, you, you, you know, <laughs> you know how you you know how you know pigs have come from afar. They have little ashes on their little hooves. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. Well, because it can't, had to what have they walked through? Ashes, because it came from afar. 
A far. A far. Oh Came my a gosh. A far. That's, that's a southern joke, you know. Yeah. It's one of my childhood you, jokes. You Arkansas native you. <laughs> you always tell I'm, people you're from New Mexico. But from, we know where you I were was born. born Ar- I'm a, I'm, my name is Billy. I was born in the hills of Arkansas. <laughs> I claim it. I, I do. Yeah. Sometimes. I, sometimes I'm going I'm driving there tonight. Oh, you fact. are. I'm driving there tonight to go to a wedding tomorrow. So Okay. Lord help the people at the reception tomorrow. Well, who knows what I'll be drinking and who will be slinging around that dance floor who knows (laughs) do you know what you call a pig with no legs um i call it pig flat groundhog (laughs) groundhog Groundhog from pig flat pig flat arkansas okay so we are a poetry podcast so believe it or not back believe it or not you would you couldn't have guessed it <laughs> back to the personification thing you know i mentioned that that i think that is one of those things that that attracts us as children it's because there's so much personification and nursery rhymes and riddles and jump rope rhymes and all mm-hmm. that but then um it's just a technique that's carried through in in all kinds of poetry and my favorite poet that i always talk about emily dickinson used it a lot are very famous because I could not stop for death. He kindly mm-hmm. stopped for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and the whole thing talks about death as this gentleman caller right. who arrives to sweep her away right. how to was his em- land. How, how old was Emily when she when she died? I think maybe 50s. She was young. Early. She and, was young. And, and yeah. she was somewhat, she, she was a homebody. Yes. I hear, did not leave her home often, yes. if, if ever. I think she probably toward the end of her life was probably agoraphobic but what an interesting life yeah, yeah. and you know talk about make, making the most of your time indoors mm-hmm. she did oh yeah if you're gonna spend your time inside <laughs> she certainly is remembered for not not being inside of her home all the time for her yeah. writings mm-hmm. as a matter of fact that's not very well known as a matter of fact <clears throat> and you know this um this technique of personification is particularly apt for her i think because yeah. she did not have a lot of world experience you know outside her home yes or even the block of her yeah. you know of her home or the the field across the meadow across the street where she used to walk around that you know she had a very insular world mm-hmm. so to make things around her inanimate things or animal things or whatever make them like humans that would make sense for her mm-hmm. because that was mainly what she knew was yeah. the the world her circle was limited her little circle mm-hmm. of family and friends yeah. was pretty small i wonder what she was like in person i i have no idea i, I imagine she was somewhat withdrawn maybe not so outgoing i don't have no mm-hmm. idea but things i've read about her people said that she you know she was happy mm-hmm. she was uh witty yeah uh, soft-spoken right um not shy most of the things i've read you know don't don't describe her as shy right right but she was of the age when women were not supposed to be quite boisterous and, right. you know, that was the age. Mm-hmm. Keep women in their place. All that stuff came out in her poems. Yes. <laughs> came out loudly in her poems. She, yeah. was, she found I a am, way to speak. I imagine she was a really good observer, mm-hmm. you know, that she stood around when men mainly were talking or and she was just observing and just drawing in and absorbing yeah. And maybe saying, I will use your words. Probably against you, <laughs> you know, without you ever knowing it, yeah. you know. That's how sharply she could cut, yeah. you know, right? I wrote a poem once, Bill. Once? <laughs> once? How about once a day for the last 
27 years. <laughs> yes. If y'all would like to get appointment day in your email, go to poemlife.org. It, it is good. And sign uh, up. Yes, yes. Anyway, but I wrote one where I use personification too. And I I thought it was pretty obvious, but some people didn't get it as personification. But I, I would like to read it. Okay, absolutely. It's a letter. All right. Dear world. I have grown weary of the misuse you have made of me, refusing to acknowledge me when needed, and then thrusting me into some situation that has no call for me, nor no logical reason for wanting to be near me. Surely at one time there was more knowledge of my many functions, and a reverence for my presence was refined and added to the clarity of all things bold and beautiful that make up the world in which we use words as a way to communicate. But that is no longer the case. And with more people aware of my presence, the more I am misunderstood and made to feel a stranger in a strange land, desperate to be of use, yet continually superfluous and trite. Sincerely, apostrophe. Apostrophe. I thought it was going to be dash. <laughs> that nice, too. Nice. That but too. more people that misuse too. the apostrophe. Right. Because you, yeah. can't, you can't really, you know, we've talked about the dash before. The you dash. can't really misuse it. You can use that all over the that place. Anywhere. But the yeah. apostrophe. Can be a catastrophe. People stop using it where it's not needed. Yeah. yeah. She, w- she will come and get you. <laughs> she will come and get you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're, being, we're being invaded in the lobby, but pay no, atten- <laughs> there's, there's, pay, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> there's there's someone outside the door. They'll have to wait till we finish. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> now, Shakespeare used personif- son- personified. He personified things a lot. Person- yeah. There's a lot of syllables in that word, isn't there? Yes, there is personification. Uh, for example, Romeo and Juliet, he said, When well-appareled April on the heel of limping winter treads. So the month of April mm-hmm. and yep. winter itself. Well-appareled. Well yeah, it's well-appareled. So, uh, yeah, April does need to be well-appareled. And winter is limping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, winter's trying to hang on, mm-hmm. but she's yeah, limping toward One, two, May. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's ten words. Mm-hmm. And look what happens in those ten mm-hmm. words. That's the yep. power of Shakespeare mm-hmm. and personification. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe in Shakespeare too. I believe he wrote the plays. Well, yeah, I did not. Okay, <laughs> there's forgive, lots of debates. Forgive me, I didn't know that there was an issue. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. There's you know lots needs, of debates you know out there. You need to get on that. Is that Lucy? Uh, she's a great historian. She's a British historian on on, on PBS. Get her on this. She might. She, she might have been on it. There's books been written about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of ideas Madness about of King who, George last who wrote week. his plays. We'll get on Shakespeare this week. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's just, I mean, and that's why personification is very useful in poems, too, is because you can pack, you know, a really solid uh, image into a few words and just evoke all mm-hmm. of these images in mm-hmm. the reader's mind. Well-appareled April. I yeah. mean, I yeah. immediately just see this, you know, beautiful Scarves. woman with, yeah. And, and, and earmuffs <laughs> and, you know, shawls over her shoulders. Yeah, she's ready. Yeah. And, and then limping winter, you know, so yeah. it's like winter is just kind of going out and just yeah, she's on its out last leg. forest into a sunny meadow. <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. That's personification, personification. for you. Personification. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agreed. <laughs> Awesome. I think the people in the lobby are not going away. I'm, 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 I
have to get my hammer out. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm, kidding. We, I'm teasing. We've actually reached about 30 minutes. So here's our last plea. Please. Help us to find our porker. Um, I actually, <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had forgotten. I found it online, though. It's still online that Peggy had a little blog back in 2013 oh, really? and 2014. And the tagline on it was, one little porker spreading the power of personification. Mm-hmm. Help us find her people. Where's Peggy? And if we could get a substitute, that would be wonderful. In the meantime, you know, you can name her, Sean. I can what? You can name her. Oh, well, I want to start with a P, <laughs> and I want her to have wings. That's all I ask. Are you are you are you mad? I shut down your persistence. Not name? at all. Not at all. Not at all. I love Prudence. Okay, I love, so I keep love, thinking. Prudence is also uh, some colonial I girl love, being I love, I being I like Pen- I like brought into the forest. <laughs> uh, Priscilla, Priscilla, queen of the rump. I think of Priscilla Presley every time I think of Priscilla. <laughs> it is kind of it is a high hairdo name, is it not? It is Heavy, a high hairdo name. A high hairdo, heavily mascaraed name. <laughs> and we Priscilla. do not we do not want our new Peggy to be high haired and mascaraed. No, I don't think so. No, that's too much. We no. don't need a Tammy. Too Faye. much maintenance. Tammy Faye. No, Peggy the personification. Too much maintenance. Pig. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you all very much for being with us. Spread the word. Share yeah. us. We've we've showed up. We've been added to a whole lot more uh, podcast uh, platforms. So I think, you know, there's a lot more places for people to listen to And you and I are going to a seminar to in us. August. We're going to be professionals We're going to get to go to Podcast oh Movement, the biggest podcast conference in the world, I think. In it's in Dallas in August. We're going to be down D. there. Big D. Yeah. 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 All, all right. right. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. The song of Peggy played at the beginning of this broadcast is courtesy of this man's channel on YouTube. It's called The Man Who Sings Your Name Over and Over. Thank you to the man.